Preparing for an emergency situation. It's more than just a manual of operational procedures. Written by Barry Wood, narrated by Gail Crew. Connick Global's The Source Magazine, September 2022. For facility owners and operators, planning is the crucial first step in preparing for an emergency. Whether it's a severe weather situation, hurricane, tornado, etc., earthquake, or human threat such as an active shooter, a strong and proven plan of action is vital to keep everyone safe and protect the asset. While the planning will vary depending upon property type, office, retail, industrial, or medical facility, and location, city, suburbs, or rural area, it is critical to have a plan that is site-specific. Generic plans cannot possibly anticipate all the potential scenarios at the property. It's also vital to ensure the plan is readily available, whether it's through an app or physical binders, for employees and on-site security to easily access when necessary. There can also be a first steps, condensed version offered for reference. However, it's not enough to just have a manual or handbook providing guidelines of what to do in an emergency. The procedures don't have much value unless those on-site know what to do during a crisis and aren't fumbling for directions. Training is a top priority. Many of us grew up where fire and weather related drills were commonplace in school. We practiced crouching in the hallway during a tornado and calmly lining up and walking outside the building in single file during a fire drill. It is required to have at least one safety drill per year. Some jurisdictions are required to have two. These drills should include basic evacuation routes and procedures, shelter-in-place instructions, and designated exterior safe staging areas for staff and employees to meet up. Management should also have a plan to ensure that such building systems as sprinklers, fire alarms, emergency generators, and fire pumps are all in proper working order. It is also recommended that tabletop drills, which are regular management discussions of how to handle an emergency, be conducted twice annually. In some cases, the preparedness programs may overlap. For example, your plan for a tornado may be similar to an active shooter situation in terms of lockdowns and secure in place procedures. Others are more threat specific. In preparation for a potential hurricane, for example, staff should know how to turn off the gas and secure the building's exterior by removing any common area items that might become airborne in high winds, checking roofs for open HVAC units and debris, clearing the roof drains and gutters, checking sump pumps and lift stations to ensure they are clear and functioning, wrapping all exterior trash receptacles, pulling compactors prior to the storm before making landfall, tending to trees that might have diseased limbs that could end up as part of the storm debris and cause damage, and checking underdeveloped land around the property for any debris that could potentially blow onto the property or clog the parking lot or roof drains. In an active shooter situation, the Federal Bureau of Investigation recommends this three-step approach. Run, hide, fight. Run. Running makes you harder to hit and improves the chance of survival. Wherever you go, be aware of alternate exits. Quickly and cautiously evacuate in a direction away from the attacker. Don't hesitate. Seconds matter. Remember windows and emergency exits. Leave belongings behind. Keep empty hands raised and clearly visible when exiting a building. Follow all instructions from first responders. And don't stop until you're sure you have reached a safe location. Hide. Locate a safe place to hide. If possible, lock and barricade the door. Silent cell phones. And make a plan to defend yourself. 
Fight. Use teamwork and surprise. A coordinated ambush can incapacitate an attacker. You're fighting for your life. Don't fight fair. Stop the bleed. A victim can die of uncontrolled blood loss in five minutes or less. Apply pressure or a tourniquet to control severe bleeding. In all emergency situations, there needs to be an emergency notification system in place to alert building occupants, tenants, employees, or visitors of any potentially dangerous situation. This can be in the form of text messages, phone calls, social media, or via a building-specific website or on-site signage. While these are some of the guidelines to follow in an emergency situation, it is crucial to have a plan that is site-specific. An office building requires different guidelines from a retail center. In an office building, you have limited access points and a smaller amount of visitors. As another example, a mall, whether it be enclosed or open air, will be mostly compromised of non-employee shoppers and have a variety of access points. In this situation, the limited amount of management and security staff on site must communicate with the tenants, who will then lead the efforts to keep the staff and shoppers safe. Emergency preparedness is not a one-step process. It's a combination of planning, training, and getting people involved to reduce the risks and keep everyone safe. How people react during a crisis is critical. When people are properly trained for multiple situations, they learn how to react and react properly. There is less chaos, muscle memory generally takes over, and more lives are saved. About the author. Barry Wood is Senior Vice President and Director of Operations at JLL.